So on today's episode, I want to share something that I think is just absolutely fascinating that I've experienced within myself and I've noticed about myself over the last couple of weeks. So a few weeks ago, I published on my personal Facebook and Instagram the fact that I had launched this podcast, the fact that I had launched the website www.whatafascinatingthing.com and both of those things are really my attempt to just celebrate life and I know that there's so many things that are hard about life but at the end of the day personally I have just fallen in love with being and with living and trying to improve my life day in and day out and some days are better than others uh, but overall those are just my platforms for things that personally are, I find very meaningful um, and hopefully, if you're listening to this, that means that you've got an interest or have picked your interest, or you might find meaning in thinking about life and thinking about how to improve your life or, or live a better life, um, especially if it comes to managing oneself or coaching oneself or, or our mental health. So anyway, a few weeks ago, I shared this, and it was interesting. I got a bunch of comments, a bunch of likes, and all those dopamine hits were hitting in my brain. I was feeling, you know, really good and, and reinforced in my decision to, to put things out into the world. And then a day or two later, all of a sudden, this sinking fear starts to kick in that is pretty overpowering. And it's this fear and it's, it's that, that self-sabotaging voice, which is, you know, what do you have to say that hasn't already been said? Who do you think you are to even be sharing any sort of knowledge or principles or reflections about life? You know, you haven't been doing this for decades like the likes of Tony Robbins or things like that. You haven't written a book. You haven't become a millionaire or anything like that. And it's just that same repeating cycle of negative thoughts, which I've learned over time to recognize as fear. And in uh, the coaching course that I was lucky enough to, to get trained in, the coaching curriculum, they always say that when that voice shows up, it means that you're on the right track. And Anyway, I've been sitting with that and sitting with those feelings and have been almost paralyzed to publish something new because I've let fear take over. And yesterday, I was uh, doing a Peloton class, which a big shout out to Peloton. If you have thought about getting one, I'd strongly recommend it. Um, but one of the trainers, Robin, she said something to the effect of, remember that today's struggle is tomorrow's strength. And it's such a small little line. It's not the first time I'd heard it, but I just heard it at the right moment, I think, based on all the things that I was feeling, because the conclusion that I finally came to or that I'm working with is that I have always found enormous value in learning from my mistakes and learning from the mistakes that I get to witness and trying to learn as quickly as possible how to do better next time. And what that means in practice is that you start fearing mistakes a bit less because you know that they are just par for the course of learning and getting better at things. And so while I may not be have been doing this for decades, while I may not know the slightest thing about podcasting, what I do know is that a lot of the things that have impacted me throughout my life. There are certain experiences and stories that I always keep with me because I have learned tremendously from them. And 
Specifically, I was listening to The Power of Now recently by Eckhart Tolle, another big shout out and recommendation. And one of his opening lines in his introduction is something to the effect of, I rarely have any use whatsoever for the past. And that's often how I feel. I feel like I don't really think about the past much at all. I can barely tell you what I did yesterday. I can barely tell you what I did a few minutes ago. But what I usually do keep about the past is whatever those lessons were. And so the format of this podcast and what finally motivated me to do another episode and and recontinue or, or, or restart this journey to put more content out there is the sentiment that today's struggle is tomorrow's strength. And if I can share some of the struggles of my past and how they have turned into strengths or lessons of my present and of my future, then perhaps that'll resonate with other people. And perhaps that'll be a useful thing to put out into the world. And again, if nothing else, then it'll be a record of lessons for my own sake, for my own self, even if it's just myself uh, that listens to this podcast. So with that all said, uh, thank you so much for listening. I'm Ruben Martinez. You're listening to Musings by Ruben. And today I want to talk about a subject around the day that I learned to finally value myself. So stick around. So this experience actually has to do with heartbreak. And essentially, uh, earlier in my life, uh, years before I got married and, and, and met uh, my now wife, uh, I had been in a long-term relationship. And we had been young and we learned a ton about each other and had been together for years. And uh, she decided to break up with me um, at one point. And it took me by quite a bit of shock, and I spent the next few months actually quite depressed. And I was in college at the time, and I was really in a dark place. And I just remember being so angry. And I think part of this might be how, like, the culture that I was raised and some of the machismo that I was exposed to growing up. Um, But I remember just being angry about, like, how dare she break up with me, you know? Like... I always thought that I could break up with her, but for some reason I had never considered that she could actually do it uh, to me. And I was just caught in this anger around, you know, how could she do this to me? She's hurt me so bad. She's so selfish. And just like this, this really toxic narrative around the whole situation. And as a lot of ex-boyfriends tend to do, or perhaps ex-girlfriends as well, but I can only speak from my experience, I confronted her frequently about it and I was trying to get in her face and I was trying to call out flaws in her logic and how this doesn't make any sense and so on and so on and so on and so forth. I'm sure many of us, most of us probably listening to this have had some sort of experience similar to that. And I'll never forget the night. It was late in college and I was in a particularly dark moment um, in this experience. And... I was sitting in the college library and I just kind of asked myself without really expecting an answer. I just asked myself like, you know, what is it about me after all these years together? What is it about me that she doesn't want anymore? Like, how is she not attracted to me? And 
I don't know if this was divine intervention. I don't know if this just was just inner wisdom. I don't know what you want to call it. But when I asked myself that question, all of a sudden an answer appeared for the first time in, in months. And the answer to that was the person that she fell in love with, that she was attracted to, that she found joy in, was not the person that I was currently being. In fact, the person that I was being in that moment who was angry and toxic and saying mean things and, you know, calling out flaws and logic that weren't really there, you know, that person was quite negative. That person wasn't much fun to be around. That person was a bit of a downer. That person was always picking fights about the whole situation. And so, of course, she wasn't going to be attracted to that, especially if things in the relationship had already been feeling a bit weird. And I realized in that moment that it's so important for me to focus on the things that do make me quote unquote attractive. Uh, but taking it a step further, it's doing things that truly fuel me and truly doing things that bring joy into my life. And what I realized was that if I can do things that do bring joy into my life, that do keep me as a consistent, positive, good energy human being, then being that version of myself is the version that actually attracts people to be around me, to want to spend time with me, to want to uh, hang out, to want to invite me places. That's the person that actually attracts that energy. But how could I possibly expect me having really cold, dark, negative, intoxicating energy to attract anyone, whether it be romantic or platonic? You know, most people don't want to be around negative energy. And by the time and the folks that end up in it realize sometimes when it's too late, that they should have gone out earlier. And so I just I wanted to share that because that was such a breakthrough moment. I was in all this kind of deep, dark sadness and going through that classic teenage breakup. And that was the night that I realized it's really important to focus on yourself. And it's really important to be the version of yourself that you can sleep with at night, not anyone else that you can be happy with and proud of at night, that you can trust that you are attracting good energy into your life again whether it be romantic or platonic but you can really feel confident that you're putting a foot forward that you're proud of and not all days are good not all decisions are good and obviously we make so many mistakes i've made plenty of relationship mistakes ever since that but that was the night and so i'll leave you with that and i'll leave you with how important it is for you to truly be okay with yourself and for you to truly know and be working towards a version of yourself that you are happy with. Because if you can't be with yourself, then how do you expect anyone else to be with you? And if you talk poorly to yourself, how do you expect anyone else to talk warmly to you? And I think it's something that we really need to spend time with as a society, so to speak, because I think we often look externally and outwardly for other people's validation, other people's approval, other people's judgment. Perhaps that comes from reality TV. But at the end of the day, the one that actually makes the biggest difference into the rest of that 
is the validation and the judgment that comes from within. And when you feel good about yourself, you act differently around other people. And when it's clear that you've got courage and that you believe in yourself and that you are resilient and trusting of yourself, that is attractive around you and you start to attract the right people into your life. You start to attract the right energy into your life. So thank you so much for listening. I hope this has been interesting. I hope that some of my story can resonate and I look forward to sharing some more down the road. If you've got any feedback, as always, uh, you can reach me at therubenm at gmail.com, but I'm actually going to encourage you to channel any and all thoughts and feedback to whatafascinatingthing.com and also whatafascinatingthing at gmail.com. And so check out the site. I've got a couple of blog posts and podcasts up there, and I'm looking forward to your feedback. And thanks so much, as always, for being on this journey with me. Cheers. Cheers.